Welcome to Ordinary People, Extraordinary Connections, a podcast all about helping you comfortably connect with others in any situation. Hosted by Leanne and John, this podcast is proudly brought to you by Fortitude at Work. Fortitudeatwork.com.au Welcome to Ordinary People and Extraordinary Connections. I'm John. Oh, you beat me to it. I did. I'm Leanne, and now I've put off Johnny because normally I speak first. You had a procedure that I just buggered. Yeah, you. Okay. Yeah, that's exactly right. Thanks for that. That's Thanks right. very much for doing I, that. I enjoy that. Way to go. <laughs> I'm really excited about today's episode. Mm-hmm. And are you going to ask me why? Oh, okay. That's my bit. That's your cue. What are you excited about, Leanne? I'm excited because we're doing something a bit different, Johnny. We're mixing it up today. We've got a special guest. Oh, you took my thunder, boy. That's what I'm here to be annoying. I'm here to be annoying and I'm doing really well so far. You're doing an excellent and job it's of so it. so early. I know. We kind of had a bit of an agreement that we were a bit sick of hearing each other's voices all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he's shaking his head or you're nodding your head. It doesn't translate in a podcast, Johnny. Yeah, okay. Um, so we had this agreement that we were... We were not completely sick of each other's voices, but we wanted to mix it up a bit, didn't we? Yeah. And given that this is a podcast that is all focused on the way we connect with people, and I guess it's about everyday people uh, thinking about extraordinary connections or extraordinary ways to connect with one another, that we agreed that it would be kind of cool to have people come in from time to time because they still do like your dulcet tones. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Give it to me, baby. <laughs> go on. Go on. <laughs> and you can't see her red face, can you? <laughs> anyway, we thought it'd be kind of cool to invite people in to the show from time to time who have a certain quality or a habit or a practice or a trait or some sort of, I don't know, there's just something about them that um, that we really admire. So it might mm. be somebody that you meet on your travels that mm-hmm. you think highly of because of a particular skill or trait or attitude Mm. Or me, somebody that I meet in my travels. And I'm really, really, really grateful to have um, Sue Henry joining us today because she is somebody that I have admired for a long time and that I'm really grateful has crossed my path because I think we talk about this a lot, right? We just trust the journey. And I think Mm. people do cross your path for a reason. And I'm really grateful that Sue has crossed mine because... Um, aside from Sue's personal journey, which I'm going to ask her to, you know, share a bit with us very soon. I'll shut up very soon. <laughs> I will ask her to do that. But aside from that, one of the things that I really admire about Sue is um, is the connections that she forges with other people. And I think I'm testament to that. You know, it's, it, it's kind of really been the last couple of years, particularly, that we've kind of really got to know one another yeah. and... And I feel, I do, I feel a good connection with Sue and I think that that's testament to her ability to communicate with other people and reach out and connect with others. But and I, I, yeah, and I trust, because I'm Mr. Trusted as well, I also trust <laughs> that every listener that listens to this podcast were meant to be connected to us and Sue today. So Yeah, that's exactly right. I agree. Mm. Oh, we're getting a bit heavy now. A little, sp- little spooky, but I'm going with it. Oh, yeah. Okay, so so without any further ado, oh, we 
we've got a special guest. I want to um, I want to introduce everyone to Sue. So thank you for being here, Sue. My pleasure, and thank you so much for having me. Oh, look, I'm I'm just so excited to have you here, and you are our very very first guest. For that, I'm very thrilled and excited. I know, and I think at the end of this episode, you need to go and do a lap of honour <laughs> around the studios. <laughs> awesome, <Woo-hoo>, first guest. <laughs> So, yeah, you and I, I'm, I guess, look, our paths have crossed from small business. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I've known of you and you've known of me and we've said hi and we've been friends on, you know, social media really, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. But it's been the last couple of years, as I said, that we've really sort of kind of gotten to know each other a little bit more and um, done a little bit of work together. And it would be nice to do more actually yeah. down the track. It would be, be really cool. So, um, but I guess you've had quite a um, quite a journey yourself, haven't you, in the last couple of years? So, um, but do you want to tell us a bit about, I, I guess, who you are? Who, yeah, who, is, sure. who is Sue Henry? Let's <laughs> oh, hear what's, it. What's the story, Sue? Here, we'll worry and sit back and grab a cup of tea. <laughs> well, yes, I will. <laughs> um, um, well, we did, as you mentioned, we have met through business and yeah. I'd been running my own small business consulting agency for close to 20 years yeah, and amazing. yeah it has been amazing and it's amazing how quickly time yeah goes when you're doing something that you love and enjoy yeah it's true and um yeah and our paths had crossed there unfortunately six almost seven years ago yeah um we suffered a family tragedy my yeah. uh, father was assaulted in his home yeah. by somebody that had broken in and um he went into a coma and he eventually died as a result mm. of those injuries, um, turning the assault then into a murder case. So we were yeah. then thrust into the criminal justice system, yeah. which we soon found out has a lot of shortcomings mm. um, and tends to favour the guilty yeah. until proven innocent. Right, yeah. And um, it's quite a, a, a turmoil for a family to be thrust into that environment. I'd never been involved in any sort of police matters or criminal activity yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, before. Yeah. It's just not, hasn't been my path to, to cross those areas. Yeah. Um, so it was quite a steep learning curve, um, both intellectually and emotionally. I was very good at hiding my emotions, yeah. having run my own business, yeah. um, you know, always putting a smile on my face, turning up to a job. You know, my, my primary source of income was motivational speaking. So yeah. people paid me to turn up onto a stage yeah. and look like I knew what I was doing, sound like I knew what yeah. I was talking about, be happy and inspire others to walk away feeling confident that they could go out and do what I had been And you've been very about. successful in doing that, built quite a successful yeah. business and, and, doing and that. And look, to be honest, it, it hasn't been difficult. You know, it hasn't yeah. been a hard job. I remember I went to a school reunion a few, quite a few years back and somebody asked me what I was doing and I told them and I said, I can't believe I'm getting paid to talk. Mm. I said, for all those years they tried to shut me up at school. <laughs> Nobody told me it could be a profession. <laughs> so, you know, I had many great years yeah. doing that. I've, I've travelled to some fantastic places, not only here in Australia but overseas. I've been, yeah. you know, treated like royalty in some countries yeah. and, you know, mm. had to pinch myself some days thinking. And, you know, and something that I've always admired about you, even from afar, was that enthusiasm and that authenticity and around who you were and what and the messages that you were presenting. And um, I think that there was 
I don't know, it just felt like it was easy to connect with you. Yeah, and look, I've, I guess I've always been that type of person. I think a large part of it comes from my upbringing and my personality is that, um, you know, I've always been the person that made friends everywhere she went. I had yeah. lots of friends at school. I had lots of friends growing up. Yeah. I have lots of friends now. And, and, and Sue, how do you think you went about doing that? Like what was it that allowed you to make so many friends? Um, I think it's been primarily, I actually liked people. Right, genuinely, uh, like I genuinely people. like yeah, people, and I, I genuinely like you. being in the co- company of other people. I, yeah. I'm, I'm good in my own company, but I'm great yeah. with other people around. You know, I've, <laughs> I, I always a joke I used to use in my speaking work yeah. was that if I was never a professional speaker, I would have loved to have been a comedian because I think my yeah. life was meant to entertain. Mm. Yeah, sorry, my life was meant to entertain yeah. people, not necessarily be somebody that works behind the scenes I think I was always meant to be the person that yeah you know and as a kid I can remember making up stories to tell our family and friends and yeah you know so I really took that storytelling from a child into mm. and adulthood did and you have brothers and sisters or no just, yeah that's something just me in common right oh uh, yeah us. that's right yeah, only, yeah. only, tri- only child only child here today. Okay. Yeah. and do you think that that's had some sort of influence in in you know the wealth of people around you quite Quite possibly. I mean, I grew up um, as an only child, but I come from a really large family of cousins. Yeah. So there were never school holidays that I was on my own. I was always with, you know, 10 or 12 other cousins. Like there was always lots of people around, mm. always lots of family events. Yeah. Um, so there was always those extended opportunities and I never felt really like an only child. Yeah. Because I always felt like well, I had this mm. great big colourful family, which I still have. And Yeah. I'll just quick shout out to the McCormacks. Hello. Yeah. I'll be never forgiven if I don't say hello. And... Yay. Hello, McCormacks. They love, being, they love being acknowledged. <laughs> and they also keep me real. You know, they, right. they're the ones that um, remind me of who I am. And, you know, n- no matter what sort of work I've done in the past, they've always been there cheering me on, mm. regardless of what it is. The, they've been there in the down times when I've needed help. Yeah, right. and, and they were the first to turn up when things started to go astray. When and, my dad got sick. And do you think that generationally your family has had a history of connectedness? Because I, I do, I noticed that in my family, I think there was like maybe my mother's generation, the one before her, family bonds were really tight. But sadly in our generation, that level of, for our family, that level of connectedness isn't as strong. You know, we, we're spread all over the place. We don't really see each other as much. My memories of growing up was about family parties yeah. and everyone all together, and we don't really do that with cousins or elos. But I'm guessing you probably do. Yeah, we still do. It's yeah. you know we we have a saying in the family: you can't sneeze without everybody knowing. So <laughs> yeah. you know it's you're doing something, but everybody knows what it is. And yeah. now that we're all on connected on social media, you know Facebook doesn't know what's going on. The family nobody yeah. does. You know that yeah, kind of yeah. thing. And and yes, you know the the generation before mine. The, you know, my my grandparents, they were very family and socially right. orientated yeah, and, yeah. and that that has really carried through. And I do believe those skills have really grounded me in building a business, mm. making right. friends, you know, all over the world yeah, yeah. Um, and, and accepting people for who they are. You know, there was, I have memories from being very young when you never knew who was going to turn up at Christmas. Yeah. You know, there might be 50 or 60 people coming to family lunch, but that quickly blew out to 70 or 80 because... You know, my cousin would ring and say, oh, I've been backpacking around Australia. 
run into a couple of British backpackers that have got nowhere to go for Christmas. Can we bring them to your house? And, you know, my mum on the phone, of course, bring them. They can't have Christmas on their own. Yeah. Next minute, six backpackers turn up and stay for a month, you know. <laughs> so it's always been a part of your life to connect with people. Yeah. And you've seen the value in that and you're, yeah. you're a people person. Yeah. And, 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 and I'm just interested, sorry, Leanne. I was just interested before when you said um, as you were going through this traumatic period with your dad, you um, you said during that period you still had to put a mask on. Or was it, well, was it? leading up to that, when yeah. it was, it, that's a really great question because yeah. something that I did and I didn't know that I was consciously doing it until all of these events happened was that I was putting on a persona to the world of Sue the businesswoman uh-huh. and Sue or right. Susan the family member and friend. Yeah. So I wouldn't let the crack show. In yeah. my business life, but I'll let them show in my personal there was, life. There was two yous at yeah, the time. Yeah, okay. felt like there was two me's. And I actually got to a point, because the events were so traumatic, I couldn't hold that yeah. pretense up. Right, it was yeah. just too hard and too much well, that, effort went that, into that it. That really loving, authentic side of you, which is you, yeah. um, wasn't getting its space during, right. during that time. Yeah. So it was almost like it was saying, let me out. Yeah, only the did. really fun, enthusiastic yeah. right. part got to be on show in the business, yeah. not the vulnerable, you know, you don't certainly don't tell people what's wrong. You don't, you know, yeah. share your problems, uh, you know, you keep them inside. Yeah. And a lot of that's family belief as well. Like we've always sorted yeah. things out as a family yeah. and it's stayed inside the family. If you've got a problem, you go to somebody in the family. Yeah, you don't stayed. necessarily go outside of it. Yeah. And that's been a good thing and a bad thing. Well, I, I get the feeling that um, because you're such a, you're an orator and because you're a communicator, uh, when you um, made that decision, or actually forced into that decision to be authentic and vulnerable to the world, yeah. that was probably when all, that's where all the gold was. Yeah, yeah. It, it was really fascinating. When um, my dad was first assaulted, it was, as you can imagine, quite a shock. Mm-hmm. And I went missing off social media, if you like. Mm-hmm. And a, a really close friend of mine who knew what was going on said to me, you can't just be absent. Mm-hmm. You've been this... Yeah. Social media presence from the time it started, pretty much. You've taught people, yeah. All these followers you've got, you've taught them to be on there and what to do. The world was missing you. Yeah, yeah. she said you need to share your story, mm. and I was so against it. I'm like, you know, I was reeling from the fact that our family had been involved in this criminal, right? What, right. what? How did this person end up in our cross my father's path? Like, yeah. how did this happen? Yeah. Who was he associating with that this sort of thing would happen? And yeah. I had a lot of judgment going on self-judgment my father and I had had quite a tumultuous relationship yeah and you know I've I've been writing a book as you know about my experiences which if it ever gets published will be a miracle it's gonna be it's gonna be beautiful soon um but one of the things that I, I I recently wrote in the book was that you know and I've told people we have a tumultuous relationship but we didn't have a great relationship in that you know, yeah. my very first thought when I got the phone call to say that he was in hospital was, what the hell's he done now? Right. More drama for us to sort out, mm. you know? And and yeah. they're words that have haunted me. Guilt, shame. Since yeah. Guilt, shame. Yeah. Yeah. You know, how can I think that, especially after seeing him that first day in the hospital because it was such a shock to see somebody that had been so tr- viciously yeah. traumatised by another human, yeah. that, I mean, that's, I always talk about that being one of my first thoughts is that I I was overwhelmed by what I was seeing and that how could I, I couldn't, my brain couldn't come to grips with another human, another being. human being had done this. Right, yeah. yes. 
And in that moment, a lot of the hatred, if you like, I don't even really like to use that word, but a lot of that angry feeling towards the person that had done it dissipated because mm. it was like, how much pain are they in to create mm. that much pain for somebody else? Yeah. And, you know, mm. it, it took a lot of learning mm. and acceptance and it still does. You must have um, processed the hell out of that. that. Oh, like, oh it's been, you know, we're, we're six and a half years down the track and I'm still... So what's what's, what's your um, mode of action? How do you pro, how do you come to terms with this? Like, what, yeah, that's a really good question. You know. um, I, I don't know that I actually know an exact answer, but I write a lot. Yeah. The writing, starting to write the book, helped a lot because it helped me to start to gain perspective on yeah, my life yeah. and and put things into perspective. We didn't have a great relationship. Huh. Would have we if he if none of this had happened? What would our relationship be like today? Yeah. I don't know to be honest. Like. We, right. we may have gotten to a point where it was back to a yeah. a great thing, but we hadn't spoken for five years. Okay. And we'd right. reconciled a month before the assault happened. So there were a lot of unresolved feelings that I had. That you hadn't actually that, had time to... That's right. Yeah, so, okay. you know, I was faced with still being angry at my dad about, an, uh, you know, what now seems like a ridiculous argument mm. five years prior. Right. Um, to then be looking at him in a hospital bed, not knowing whether he's going to make it through the night, you know, and there was right. a lot yeah. of, it, it's almost like somebody just came and grabbed all of my ego and threw it aside. Mm. And what well, all that was left was the humanness yeah. of my dad and me. Yeah. And at the end of the day, no matter what he'd done, or our relationship, or whatever had happened, mm. I still loved my dad. Yeah. yeah, he was still a human. Yeah, of course, he had failings. He had yes. mistakes, the same as I do. That's right. And yep. I, up until that point, hadn't been able to forgive him for those. But in that moment, I learnt what forgiveness was. All right. So it's almost like I'll, I'll shut up in a minute. No, that's okay, Johnny. <laughs> um, I just get the feeling like um, in this awakening, yeah, uh, um, this 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 new you that has a new perspective. Um, uh, that carries uh, carries and can see a lot of pain. You've now invented this person who's authentic, who connects with others, who's um, uh, is a great communicator, and you're taking that forward in new businesses with your book. Yeah, it's like you've you've found the gift in this. Is that have I gone yeah, too far there? You're exactly right, and yeah. and that's you know I can I can remember a conversation I had with a detective that was in charge of the case, and I said to him. No matter what happens, I am not going to let this define who I am as a person. I am going to take his death mm. and make something of it because yeah. Yeah. that's the man that he was. He would not have wanted me to be wallowing at home, feeling sorry right. for myself, being angry or bitter or trying to get revenge. That's not, as a family, how I was brought up. Mm. It's not. They're not the things he instilled in me. When I was younger, despite all of the differences, he turned up to all my athletics, sporting yeah, things. Yeah. He took me everywhere. He was the one who was proud of me, talked about me to his friends. And yeah. and even yeah. in the years that we didn't speak, and I didn't find this out until a, a while after his funeral, one of his mates I was talking to told me how much he used to speak about me in that time that we weren't connected. He was proud and of And that you. meant a lot. Yeah. That, yeah. that yeah. was a real gift to yeah. hear from yeah. somebody else that... Even despite our differences, he still loved me. Yeah. And and one of the most comforting things I think I've had is that he died knowing that he was loved by my by myself. And yeah. I he died and I knew that he loved me. Yeah. And yeah. and then the same with my mum. You know, yeah. they'd they'd been divorced. Not everyone gets that. No. Not everybody gets it and no. I know what an incredible gift that is. Yeah. And look, one of the most significant days 
um, during the time that he was in hospital, he, when he came out of the coma, he wasn't great and because he had a lot of brain injury and in between good days and bad days, we called them. Um, on the good days, he, he could speak clearly and he could communicate well. And on one of those days, he apologised to my mum for their separation and divorce and all yeah. the hurt that he'd created. He came down to, the, like you were saying, came down to that, that human yeah. person. Yeah, when, yeah. when you take yeah. everything away, and, you know, I see I see couples that break up, you know, and I've, I've got a relative going through this at the moment. You know, they, they've split with their partner, but there's so much anger yeah. and hurt and bitterness between them. Mm. It's heartbreaking because if people could only see, yeah. mm. when you take all of that away, everybody's just trying to do their best. Yeah, it's bare, there's bare human stuff and this other stuff is almost a poison. Yeah. You know? it, it, yeah. It, 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 and and it, I, look, I've done lots of research, lots of my own research, Not certainly not any sort of formal qualifications yeah. or study it's the sue henry school of lived, learning yeah lived research right <laughs> but lived experience you're you know you're i've expert. listened to tons yeah. of podcasts about you know mm. different crimes and crime people and families yeah. and and listen to the pain and you know the, there's one particular australian podcast that i listen to and when i listen to them, that's us that's us that's us that could be me talking you know that there are hundreds of people going through this sort of pain yeah. Yeah. And, and not just in a crime sense people going through divorce Betrayal from friends, upset from a business partner. Um, health issues. Health issues. You know, right. we don't, we're so busy in our work and our lives, we don't stop to enjoy the moments. So so that's the gift. Is that the gift? I think that's the gift. The I think that's the, the now and yep. the being in it. Okay. I, I can... Sorry, Leah. Um, look, my question is, is it... I'm just as part of this conversation. Is it right to call it a gift? And does there have to be, and you and I talk about this a lot, John, we have mm. these conversations a lot. We never get to an answer. Mm. Does there have to be pain to get to the process? Oh. How do you get to the realization without experiencing the pain? Is that possible? That's my that's question. A, that's a great question. Awesome question. <laughs> and I'm glad you brought it up because yeah. I recently had a conversation with another girlfriend yeah. and I said to her, you know, one of the fantastic things about being in the business that I was in is that I'd been exposed to all these fabulous speakers worldwide. Right. I'd been in the company. I'd spoken on stages with them. I'd, I've read, you know, hundreds of books. Yes. How to be better in this, how to be great at that, and how to. Yeah. I've written some of those yeah, texts, right. you know, and articles <laughs> and books. And at the same time, it all worked against me as well. Mm -hmm. So it's like personal development and moving forward is a great thing, but it also hindered my ability to move forward. When all of this first unfolded, I, I wrote a lot, you know, about the things that I was learning along the way because I was going to share those with everybody, you know, yeah. and, and, um, as we were going through the murder trial and all of that, I came up with this idea for an app on forgiveness. So I threw yeah. all my resources and time and effort into building an app called I Forgive You. And I, yeah. you know, I had a whole heap of branded products done. I went around, you know, speaking about my experiences. I even won an award for the development of the, yeah. the app. Only to find that it was masking being able to um, grieve. Right. And to really stop and acknowledge how hurt yeah. I was by everything that was going on. Because right. I had instilled a belief in myself. I'd created yeah. my own belief mm. through my work. I had to be a person that turned this into something good. Right. Right. At 
Yeah. You so were, your broken heart didn't get the attention it needed. That's right. Yeah. And I didn't stop long enough mm. at that beginning point. And I say that beginning point would have been the first two or three years into this experience. While I was upset and I cried and I was angry and all of those emotions, I still didn't stop enough to feel the feelings. Yeah. I flew all over the world. I've been to Hawaii to learn how the ancient art of Hawaiian forgiveness called mm. Ho'oponopono. I couldn't even pronounce that when I got there, you know. And, yeah. you know, I've been all over America. I've travelled all over America looking for answers. I joined programs. And, and and what was the turning point that had you go, you know what, this is not the path. I need to stop and feel what I'm feeling. What was the, the actual realisation? Yeah, I can, I can remember the exact date, right. in fact. Can, I was, can you share that? Yeah, I was in New York City, so it sounds all very fancy. I was having a fabulous time. But I wasn't feeling great. And I, I couldn't quite get in my system what it was. And I just stopped. And it was, I can still, I can still feel the, it was a really light snow. Right. I could still feel that on my skin. I was looking up at this really gigantic building. And I went, I, I, how come this is happening again? I'd, I'd just been on the phone with a business mentor right. that I'd paid an absolute Right. Arm and a leg to mentor me through setting up my forgiveness business. And you know when your gut tells you something's not right? Yeah. I'd had that feeling for six months and I did nothing about it. Because I thought, he's the expert, he knows. Yeah. Mm. I hear you. Mm. I heard other people grumbling about this person. I was like, oh, if you've got a problem, you should bring it up with them. That's what I've done, which is what I did. And yeah. But every time I was talked around to... It being, um, and now we would all be familiar, anybody listening to this podcast would also be familiar with this terminology. What you see in others is what you don't like in yourself. Right. Well, I call BS on that. Right. And, and why and, is that? And the reason for that is, and this has just been my experience, in that situation they were projecting onto me their failings. Right. I was calling them out on it. But they were turning it around in coaching terms and putting it back on me as something I didn't like about myself. Uh huh. And I see this happen a lot, right, in the industry. Mm. And while you know the terminology is great and the sentiment behind those things is great, you're still a human. You're still going to make a mistake. Yeah. You're still going to stub your toe and be cranky. You're yeah, still gonna, you are. Somebody's going to say you're fat or you're horrible or Whatever it is, you're still going to be hurt. Yeah. Somebody dies, you're still going to be sad. Yeah. You can't take away that human emotion. Yeah. And I don't think in that industry we acknowledge that enough. Hmm. And and look, I've been guilty of that. Yeah. Look, you know, I've been guilty of showing people how to set their goals. Oh, I'm... Power through it. Don't let it get in your way. And, and I'm like... Everything I've done in the last 20 years can't be wrong, you know. However, what was wrong, and in my instance, is that I'd put my humanity on hold in order to be what I thought the world needed to see of me. Your self-care, and your so self-love you was, was put on self-love hold. Self-love was put on hold. I wasn't mm. looking after myself mm. at all. I, and know. so you were standing on a New York sorry, Street, sorry, mm. is feeling the snow. Feeling the snow, thinking, how did this happen? Why am I feeling this same anger that I felt with the person that murdered my father. Why do I feel that betrayal? Why do I feel 
like I'm going through this again when it's somebody who's running another business. And mm. did you come to to your own realisation as to why that was the case? Yeah, so and I ended up, I stumbled back a few steps and sat yeah. down because it was quite a moment. Yeah. And I just sort of sat with it for a few minutes and then I went, well, what exactly is it that I don't like? And the next words that came out of my mouth in my own head were, I feel like I'm being, I'm not being heard. Right. Because all through the court process, I mm. wasn't able to speak. I wasn't able to express how I really felt because anything I could have said in the media could have been construed as detrimental to the case. I was originally called as a witness to in the murder trial and that information was um, not allowed in for the jury to hear because it could have been determined as prejudicial towards the accused. Right. Uh, you mm. know, legal yeah. terms that are out of my control. And so can I ask also, did you almost feel like too that you weren't listening to yourself? Yeah. I wasn't being heard, but I wasn't right listening at the same time. And and I wasn't listening. My body was starting to break down. I was right. feeling yeah. unhealthy. I was not sleeping well. I was overindulging in alcohol. You know, which right. is ironic now that I'm setting up a business that's yeah. alcohol based. Yeah, that's, a whole that. that's a whole nother story. Mm. <laughs> Everything in moderation. But, you know, I, I wasn't eating well. I wasn't sleeping well. You know, there were a whole lot of the things that I knew that I must or right. should be doing that I wasn't doing. It was on time, wasn't it? Because it's almost like you, uh, because I'm Mr. Trusted again, I, I, <laughs> I go through this process where you you um, you feel the pain as much as you can. And then you pull it back down and yeah. operate in the world. That's right. And then it has, you get those little spurts of, I'll feel it again, I'll feel it again, and then I've got to pull it back down to operate uh, in the world. Yeah. And it sounds like on this day in the snow, um, uh, your body, your mind, everything was saying, I need to feel more. Yeah. And I haven't been. Yeah. And, um, and gave yourself permission. I'm, yeah, I, yeah, I gave myself permission, you know. I was... yeah. And can I ask, look, I agree, you are Mr. Trusted and, and so am I. But yep. can I ask you a question? Because I think of this myself and my experiences and my journey. Do you do you ever wonder if it would have been possible to get to that realisation earlier in some way rather than have gone through all those months and months and months of suppression and angst? And the reason I'm asking that question is because Perhaps there are people out there who listen to the podcast yeah. who are in a similar situation. Is there a way? I know you have to trust you, you get where you, know, you get. You, you, you can already hear what I'm saying, can't you? Know, the people that. listening Johnny, right now. Johnny, yeah. shush. Okay. I've just put a sock in his mouth. <laughs> okay. No, I haven't. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying, I, 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 I know is exactly what you're saying. Way? There, is there, there is. And, and you know what it would have been? Yeah. It would have been to stop. Uh I love that answer. It would have been just to stop. It would have been pull back on being so busy. Mm. And not distract yourself and from what's really yourself. going on. Yeah, that's right. I mean, oh. I was like a crazy woman. I went to Hawaii. I did a seven-day retreat. Then I spent the next seven days zipping around Island Island trying to find the answers and drinking pineapple juice and, you know, Vegan and meals, trying to sort out whether that was it. No, onto something else, yeah. you know. Now, I know that John <laughs> believes that everything worked exactly how it should be, and that's true for everybody. And I, I, I get... You're looking I, for a shortcut. I, I am. Okay. I, I just... 
Well, the, the closest you, you get know, to a shortcut is that if someone's listening right now who is feeling uh, not right and, and, and there's something not quite right and they're going, I'm not sure what it is, but I'm not happy. And maybe they're listening to this for right. a reason. Yeah, yeah, and on this date and on this time, they hear Sue, they hear us, and they go, wow, I've been, I've been holding down my emotions. Yeah. I've been keeping the pain down to operate in the world. And I've just heard the value in saying stop. Yeah. And love me for a while. And, and the other thing is I would reach out for help earlier. Hmm. Yeah. You know, I was very fortunate that I've got a very close friend who is able to read my signals, if you like. Yeah. And yeah. she just kept pushing one day. Yeah. She said, I know there's something wrong. I'm coming around. She never comes, never leaves the house unless she has to, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. she's not hermit. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. But she said, I'm coming around. Yeah. I call them the angels. And yeah. she is a very practical, down-to-earth woman. Yeah. And has a really fantastic outlook on life. Yeah. And she just started asking questions. Yeah. And I told her of everything that was going on. I told her that I felt like I'd wasted all this money tra- yeah, flying yeah. the world trying to find my answer. And, and she said, what if the answer's right in front of you? What if you just take one day at a time? Yeah. Now. What a special human, hey? Yeah. Couldn't... I couldn't ask for more. So the value in that connection, yeah, it, it's connections, right? This, this it's connections. Yeah. Okay. It, it yeah. truly is And you know what? I felt comfortable mm. in opening up to her. Now, I had other friends yeah, um, at the time mm. that I'd been quite close to for a long time. And I felt let down by them. And there, there do was, you... There was conditions. Yeah. Conditions, yeah. But do yeah. you think, is that because um, you had connections to the work, Sue, versus connections to the non-work, I think, Sue? I and... think, yeah, that's a really mm. good question. I think mm. there was a bit of both in there. And I think some of those people saw both. Yeah. And, and could, you know, be there for both. And, and you know, this whole experience has helped me examine my relationships and... Some some relationships I've let go of, some, yeah. Some they've let go of me, yeah, yeah. Um, and and that's fine. Um, but 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 what I really realised was that there'd been conditions on those relationships for a long time. Mm. Yeah. I hadn't acknowledged, mm. yeah. And when I started to behave differently, put myself first, mm. and do the things I wanted to do. Yep. And then the unconditional, yep. the unconditional loving people. Just allow and trust yeah. and accept. And they yeah. stayed behind and the others moved on. And yeah. so for the sake of people listening who may be worried about, gee, if I don't have this, who am I? Mm. Or if I don't behave a certain way, what will happen to the people that I'm, mm. you know, I've socialised with or I'm mixed with? For those people that are listening that are perhaps maybe getting brave and going, I need to stop yeah. Yeah. and I need to think about myself. Can you share with us what nowadays um, is the value of the relationships that you have with others? And I know it might sound corny to say, oh, you know, the people who weren't in my life, I don't need to have in my life. But I guess what I want to reassure people is that, you know, are you, uh, life has gone on. Yeah, uh, look, it's, is it's it actually still a valued, of value life. It's actually so. opened up space for the other relationships that I already had to be stronger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's opened up for new relationships yeah. to come in. Yeah. And, and the one with yourself. And, you know, my, my 
my biggest fear was always I'd be Neville no friends. And, you know, yeah, right. I've still got them. Yeah, so, right, right. You know, you, you, the, the thing is, and I think we need to understand, we're never going to be alone in this world. No. But there are too many people around that are sticky beaks, you know? Yeah. What's going on over there? <laughs> For people to be alone. And, and, look, if you feel like you're not connecting with somebody, go and talk to your local doctor. Yeah. yeah. Go, go to your community centres. Go, right. go Go to a counsellor. Yeah. yeah, these people are equipped to help. And do you think having that unconditional positive regard from a counsellor or a doctor or um, has been important in being able to really yeah. release and and get yeah. true to yourself? In, in fact, if we've got a couple of minutes, I'd yeah, like to share another story. I, Please, I've been seeing my doctor for a number of years, and you know, my mum goes to the same doctor, so I've got a pretty good relationship with this man. And I went there one day and I was really quite anxious. Oh, there was something going on in the background with the yeah. court case or whatever it was. And um, he was really short with me and rude. Yeah. And I was really upset when I left. And I didn't get what I'd gone there for. I'd gone there, I can't even remember what it was now. I'm sports injury probably. Being the elite athlete. Right? <laughs> <laughs> You'll see in the photo on the show notes. <laughs> That's not true. Um, anyway, I went and I was really upset about it. I, I just I was cranky when I left, and I thought I shouldn't be leaving my doctor feeling cranky and angry mm-hmm. with the treatment that I've got. And I'm opening up about being anxious and feeling, you know, um, the night terrors had started going. Like I didn't want right to be feeling traumatized by the person I was going to for help. Mm. So I thought, I'm going to, I'm taking, this is going to stop. I'm going to stop allowing these people into my life that are not helping or serving. Right. And giving your power yeah. away to people that don't so deserve it. So I picked up it. the yeah. phone. It just so yeah. happens that I know the lady that run, is the manager of the medical centre. Oh, I said so-and-so. This is not a nice call that I have to make, but, and then I burst into tears. Told yeah. her what had happened. Within a few minutes, sorted out. All my records have been transferred to a new doctor. Went to see the new doctor. She's been absolutely fabulous. Right. So, and the reason that I say that is we sometimes go through life mm. and we, we try to seek help. We get smacked down. Yeah. But we don't take that power back mm. to do what's right for ourselves. I agree. Self-loving decisions. I agree. Self-loving decisions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And, and I think that in the last probably 12 to 18 months, that's been really important in my life yeah is that making those decisions and and they're small things yeah you know yeah but powerful powerful and you not, know not easy when you've got a lifetime's with a habit and you, you yeah know, it takes yeah. it takes practice yeah. and self-love yeah, yeah. i and, love myself enough to say i'm not doing this anymore yeah, yeah. Not, and not you know what as a human we have rights yeah mm. we have the right to say no yeah mm. we have the right to ask for what we want i agree we have the right to be happy i agree I agree. And I think happiness, happiness, inverted mm, commas, yeah. people, mm. yeah. but it's it's a shared barometer. So it's, yeah. you know, my understanding of my happiness is just as powerful and worthy as someone else's, even if that other person has is a doctor, is a counsellor, has more qualifications than I do. Yeah. Happiness is a shared experience yeah. that we all have regardless of our background or our qualifications. Yeah. And we can all judge whether it's working for us or not. Yeah. And I think that that's, you know, your your example is a really powerful example that says just because this person may in mm. fact be an expert, they're not, it's a level playing field. That's right. When yeah. it comes to yeah. how I connect with you. Yep. Yeah. 
That's um, exactly and I right. right to yeah. say this is not working. Yeah. I need to move on and not keep. Know, yeah, and life. sometimes we blame ourselves because we go, they're the professional. Yeah, that's mm. exactly right. Oh, I must have been inconveniencing them on the day. Well, no, you haven't. Mm. Yeah, I agree. You know? I agree. You know? You're listening to Ordinary People, Extraordinary Connections. Do you want to spread the word in your workplace, community, team or school? We're available to speak at your event or deliver customised training. Visit fortitudeatwork.com.au for more info. So, look, thank you so much. Look, this, this, I love these conversations. This has just gone so in such a totally different direction than some of the questions I have for you. And I'm so glad and I'm so um, grateful for you sharing that because I think it's really, really powerful and insightful. Sue's new business. I know. That's what sorry, I'm asking yeah. okay, about. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'll shut up. I'll the shut other up. thing I love yeah. about this whole notion of us not talking mm. and having other people come in <laughs> is I really love this idea of being able to support and talk about, you know, small businesses that are happening on the Central Coast. Great and businesses, yeah. And I'm proud of, I'm really proud of the businesses that we have on the coast. And you have this business with a friend, isn't it? Cocktails for Mum. Yes, that's right. So tell us a bit about it, Sue. Okay, so um, my very dear friend, Lamise Lani, who also has another business here on the Central Coast as a a graphic design business, Um, her and I love a cocktail and Mm -hmm. she's very good at making them. And some time ago... We started talking about a place to store the recipes, and I said, "Let's just put a blog, put a blog up, and yeah." So you know, I designed the bare bones of it, and we yeah. got it up and going. And Great. she put her, you know, the first of the recipes up, and we started talking about it on social media with our friends. Yeah. The next minute, people were like, "Why aren't I being invited over to have cocktails?" I and, know. And- <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'll have to have you. I'm always yeah. looking for tasters. <laughs> I'm there, and um, so. The more that people started to inquire, the more information we started to put out. Yeah. And then we started to ask people questions about what they liked and what they didn't like. And and now we're looking at um, turning it into a full-blown business, which Fantastic. is unexpected, yeah. exciting, mm. fun. Yeah. And mm. makes people happy. Yeah. <laughs> so, Absolutely. One, one, of, one of the things we did, oh, be going back a good 12 months or more now, we got we sent out. We decided that what we'd do is invite a group of girlfriends together, yeah, and find out what they like, what they don't like, what's holding them up from going out and enjoying a cocktail, or as opposed to yeah. having one at home. So we sent out a few messages on Messenger. Next minute, we had thirty-five people that wanted to come and have cocktails with us. <laughs> so we had to hire a venue because <laughs> neither of our houses were big enough to entertain that many a people. Great idea. Yeah. And so we made up three of our cocktail recipes. We put a little platter of food on as we would in our homes and put a little survey together to say, what's happening in your life? What would you like more of? You know, what's... Yeah, yeah. We we were then gobsmacked with the feedback that we got and gobsmacked from a lot of things in that... Well, they were all women that turned up and... 99.9% 99.9% of them told us that they never put themselves first. Right, mm. right. They're managing everything else and everybody else. Yeah. But yeah. really have time for themselves. So the opportunity to come and enjoy a cocktail mm. was a rare treat yeah. and an opportunity to connect 
with yeah, other women. That's right. And yeah. really what turned into come for a cocktail tasting turned into a cocktail connection. And, yeah. you know, women, they shared things, you know, that they hadn't shared with others. It was my, like my mum and Lamisa's yeah. mum and, and another one of our friends' mums all sitting together talking about their ex-husbands. <laughs> and we were, like, quietly backing away from the table. <laughs> like, are you involved in this? But it was great. They, they, here were three women. Yeah. Essentially, you know, all over 70 that had now first for the first time an opportunity to talk about yeah. Yeah, so something yeah. that they've been holding in. Fantastic. And then on the other side of the room we've got young mums that yeah. the first fantastic. night that had away from their child and that they could enjoy a glass of cocktail that or alcohol that they hadn't been able to have in over 18 months, you know. Yeah. It's a treat. Putting yeah, fantastic. It was, a, it was a treat. So, yeah, and, and where is it at today? So what are you doing? So it's a really great question. Um, yeah. we, so we continue to pump out recipes and encourage people to make them at home. We haven't done another event, although we are looking at doing more gatherings in yeah. the future and, and I, look i love what you do on instagram and yeah. I've, I've actually made a couple of your cocktails <laughs> have you yes That's i awesome. have i have <laughs> any excuse so um and i i went from insta because i looked at the photo on insta i'm sorry but i don't i it, it's a bit it's like okay. you know how you see those classic you know, here are the Mickey Mouse cakes and then when you see the yeah. real thing, yeah, that's Nailed me it. with a cocktail. Yeah, that's me too sometimes. But sometimes I just think, look, it all just goes down my gob anyway. That's okay. <laughs> that's great. But post yeah. the photos. We'd love to see yeah, that. Yeah, I should have done We'd that actually. We'd love to see that. I will do and, that And, and look, we time. make the recipes so that they're easy to make. Yeah, easy ingredients to get at home and not hard, you know. Yeah, so that, that's sort of That's one of our sort of mantras. It's got to be easy because these people are busy already. Yeah, that's you right. You know, and we're trying to help them put themselves first, not make it harder. Yeah, mm, that's you know? right. And that's that, that's pretty it. One of the things that we are looking at doing are trips away. Oh, great. So we'll be looking at doing, you know, trips to, you know, far north Queensland, visiting a couple of cocktail bars, having a swim, enjoying <laughs> the sun. Oh, you know, the Caribbean was on discussion table this week. <laughs> you know, like nothing really is off limits <laughs> for brilliant. us. And, you know, brilliant. there's potentially yeah. we'll be heading off to South Australia in the next Maybe oh. wait to check some things out. Yeah, but, fantastic. But, you know, really the bottom line is it's about connection. Mm. Yeah, that's right. And it's about time to let your hair down. And, you know, sometimes fun can be looked at as frivolity, but it's actually so essential to I agree. how we move forward. And you were asking me before, mm. how mm. do you move past such deep traumas? We, we can create fun in our lives. Mm. Yeah. You know, and, and for me sometimes shaking up a cocktail <laughs> after a rotten day Absolutely. I agree. has been... A little treat that works. And if you don't drink, we've also got mocktails. I've got a friend who's, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I've seen that on your website, actually. It's a, yeah. a self loving behavior. Yeah. yeah. Again, so it's cocktailsformum.com.au? Just dot com. Oh, dot com. Dot sorry. Com. Dot We're com. on Instagram, cocktails for mums, and yeah. Twitter. Yeah, Facebook. great. Yeah. Great. Excellent. Cocktails Excellent. So that's where, and please go and check it out yes. because it's fantastic. The cocktails are brilliant. And I can say that from personal experience, <laughs> as a matter of fact. So, Sue, thank you so much for being with us today thank and you, sharing your story thank you. and your insights. I just think that you are a beautiful human being and, um, and yeah, the lessons that, that you've shared with us today are lessons that I think we can all, well, I know I hold in my heart. So, um, And the listeners are going to walk away a little, little wiser. Yeah. And yeah. thank you so much for having me. There's my get-off bill. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
<laughs> Our time's up. And thank you for taking these important messages out there as well mm. um, and, Look, and for allowing my voice to help. It's our, do that. It really is our honour, isn't it, Johnny? Yeah, it's sort of therapeutic for us too. We're it having is. a great time. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Well, thanks, everyone. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Thanks, Sue. Pleasure. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Ordinary People, Extraordinary Connections with Leanne and John. Connect with us via Facebook at Fortitude at Work. We'd love to hear your thoughts on today's show. See you next time.